Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley and is sponsored by Hillel Stanford, Upwest, and Hippo Insurance. Welcome, everyone, to episode three with Alon Matas, founder and president of BetterHelp, the world's largest counseling service. They connect people facing life's challenges with a counselor from their network of licensed, accredited, and board-certified therapists. Each month, over 2 million counseling messages, chats, voice calls, and video sessions are facilitated through BetterHelp's secure website and mobile app. Alon Matas, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, so... Uh, Better help. Corona, online therapy. We only have 20 minutes, but I want to talk about this for an hour. What is better help? And then let's dive into why this is so relevant in March of 2020. Sure. Uh, it's already April. <laughs> um, so help is uh, the largest online counseling service uh, worldwide. We started six years ago. Uh, we have a network of over 7,000 licensed therapists nationwide. And we connect people who are looking for mental health help with one of these licensed therapists based on their needs and preferences, where they can go to uh, counseling online, uh, pretty similar to the uh, one they would have in a brick and mortar, uh, but with four options of communication, messaging, which is asynchronous. Uh, you send a message to your therapist anytime you want, a little bit like email, get a response usually same day or day after, uh, or you schedule live sessions over phone, video, or chat. Uh, we have around uh, a little over 2 million accounts interactions every month, normal months, and uh, Corona uh, definitely makes it anything but, uh, but usual. Um, as people need more, uh, maybe need more therapy and help, uh, given the uh, stress, anxiety, and now even loneliness with shelter in place coming uh, into most states. And of course, the inability to actually go to the theater in the office if, uh, if you wanted to. Okay, so it's, uh, way too many questions. Um, I have to go back a little bit. Now, you're not coming from the therapy world. You're not a psychologist. No. And did you even come from healthcare general in, before? No. no. Not at all. No, How I'm did you get from, to uh, build this? So I'm, I'm coming from a consumer products um, background of... of um, being in this space for 18 years now uh, of interacting with consumers on marketplaces and different kinds of, of services. And um, I'm not coming from counseling. I'm not coming from healthcare. There's a whole debate about whether uh, founders should come from the domain or from outside of the domain. Definitely lots of examples, Uber, Airbnb, and you name it, of uh, better health. Their verticals and better health that uh, uh, were founded by people who came outside of the domain. There are some advantages that completely fresh thinking, usually more um, line of thought that is aligned with what consumers want uh, rather than what the system is used to provide and maybe convenient to the system to provide the, in the traditional way. Um, obviously, we uh, have therapists on the team and, and, and we... Uh, all the clinical stuff, I'm not making any clinical decisions whatsoever. Uh, uh, but our, our concept from day one was uh, we wanted to create something that people actually want and people will use. Because the, the sad reality with, with therapy, and that's not corona-related, is 
it's a huge need of a lot of people, but most people actually don't use that. So if you broke your leg uh, or you're coughing today, you're going to see a doctor um, in 90% plus of the cases. Uh, but most people who struggle with mental health, even very significant struggles, will avoid going to, to therapy. So you have research shows that you have around 25% at any given time has a, a, a serious uh, mental health issue that should be addressed by a professional. But at any given time, very few of them would actually go to see a therapist. Why? Because it's expensive, it's inaccessible, it's inconvenient. I uh, experienced this myself when... Socially unacceptable uh, sometimes. There's a lot of stigma. Um, uh, and I experienced myself, like when I thought, you know, maybe on, on uh, the last days of my previous company before the BetterHelp came to be, uh, I, I want to see a therapist and I thought, okay, that's, that should be easy. It was anything but uh, easy. So it's, it's really um, um, a very, very uh, needed service, therapy as a whole, um, that can change people's lives. It's really amazing how people's lives can change uh, and sometimes pretty quickly with, with the help of, of a true professional uh, that is, is, is trained in, in, and has the right expertise, but still so uh, few people actually use that. So our approach, uh, and that may be different from our approach for other companies, especially in the last two or three years, uh, was not to disrupt therapy. It's not to say, oh, we're going to do AI, we're not going to do a bot, we're going to do a whole different way of therapy. We took the exact opposite direction and said, we want therapies that try to choose science that has been studied and and and, and proved over so many years, we're going to keep it as, as it is. It's the same therapist that you've seen in brick and mortar clinics. It's the same type of, of, uh, of uh, interactions and same goals. What we're ch uh, changing, what we're disrupting is the delivery mechanism. So it's the way uh, people communicate with a therapist to make it more accessible, more convenient, and eventually also more Okay, so you know, I'm I'm one of the biggest advocates I think in the world for for therapy, uh, practicing it myself uh, with a professional, and I believe that every person in the world needs to see a therapist because it's uh, having the subjective persona that's able to help you reflect on what you're feeling and believing. I think it's just it's it's a privilege uh, that that uh, that we have, and unfortunately, most people in the world can't afford it or it's not accessible. And so, so what you're doing is amazing, but you're also making a lot of money. I'm sure you are. Uh, millions of, you said 2 million sessions, 2 million sessions a month. Uh, and um, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, I remember, that, what was the last number that you shared with me, the total number of sessions that were through BetterHelp? Uh, so far we had around 65 million of uh, messages, video calls, phone calls, chats. Insane. Uh, How do you balance this idea that you're creating a business that is, you know, at the end of it, it's, it's a good business. It's social good. You're helping so many people at the same time you're making money. Do you find any contradiction there? Do you, is, do people challenge you on that sometimes? There's always the notion of, Oh, you're making, you know, you're making money of uh, people's misery, but that, that's, I think, uh, um, common to so many professions from doctors to mechanics. Yeah. Like, mechanics make money when the car breaks. Um, and doctors make money when your body breaks and, and we're... Uh, That's why people hate insurance companies, money. right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we provide a solution. So I I'm, I'm, I'm definitely feel uh, um, uh, comfortable, especially that we, we make it uh, much more uh, affordable. Uh, but yes, mental health is, is a, a touchy uh, topic. I, I, I think, uh, and, and smarter people said it before me, uh, that 
um, the for-profit model is uh, when you can make it work is actually what brings uh, the most value to mankind. Um, maybe it's a fortune, that's the way it is, but that's that's reality. So if you can make a sustainable business and make good at the same time, that's perfect. Um, but we do recognize that we have, you know, a, a extra responsibility here, which was why, for example, we have a very, very extensive financial aid program. So if you sign Beautiful. up to our service and you can't afford that service, uh, we provide financial aid uh, in, in very, very steep discounts. We keep paying therapists the same. A therapists are unaware that even you may be getting financial aid because we think that they should focus on their, uh, on their job. Uh, and we subsidize. We give a ton wow. of, of free service to, you know, when there's a, a time of, of um, nature disaster or, or in the time of Corona, we also give uh, uh, some groups uh, a free or very discounted service. So we try to help wherever we can. But yes, we're uh, a for-profit corporation. Yeah. Uh, um, um, we also need to support the therapist. That, uh, that no, no, I think it's I think it's completely right. I mean, I, I completely agree with that, and 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 I I love this this idea of a win-win situation, and and really you're creating incentives for both groups to maximize on it. And you know, I'm, I got to start working recently at Hippo Insurance, and I get to see firsthand a new insurance company. And you know, just the word insurance makes some people vomit, but all of a sudden you're seeing a new type of company come up and really try to think how can we make the user experience better so that they don't see us as the enemy, but as a friend. And I think I'm learning a lot through that experience and I'm really making analogies to what's happening with BetterHelp. And that's why I also really love what you guys are doing. And now- I mean, any service that you, you provide value to the end user, that's 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 amazing. We, we get every day, sometimes five, sometimes 10 these days, uh, many more than that, uh, emails from people- Yeah, I see what you're sharing, yeah. Change or, or, or save their lives. This is really uh, uh, the big joy of, of coming to work here. Uh, a lot of companies try to bring value, but when you do that in such a direct way, when you actually change something very fundamental in someone's life, uh, someone lies, that's that's really uh, amazing, and that's what keeps us very motivated every day. I mean, alone, you can literally fill up your whole wall with tweets of "Better Help Save My Life." I see that every day on Facebook. Uh, yeah. That's that 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 really. I, I don't see that about many companies. That term. Something saved my life. You know, something made me happier. Something was tasty. Something helped me enjoy movies better. But something saved my life. I think that's pretty special. Now we're in April. We're uh, hopefully soon at the peak of Corona. And how is this? How is this affecting BetterHelp? What, what's happening to the th- to the therapy world uh, when now all therapists have to move online, basically? Yeah, so, so we see several things happening. Uh, first of all, our existing uh, uh, members that people that have been in therapy with us maybe for months and some of them even years definitely use the service more. And we see that in the data, our, our model, uh, we didn't uh, mention that, but our model is really uh, the consumer is paying a flat fee, a monthly fee. And with that fee, they can interact with the counselors as much as they like over text and messages uh, as they need. And they can have a weekly live session over phone, video, or chat. Uh, so it's kind of a, a flexible model that lets you use the service more or less as you need without worrying on the financials of a specific session. So we see a lot of people just use the service more. Right. Um, and we're very happy that we can help them this time. We also have an influx of uh, a lot of new members. The number of uh, new people that uh, uh, sign up with us and start therapy with us has doubled this February, March. Uh, I'm talking specifically about people with uh, uh, stress and anxiety, which are the things that are relevant to coronavirus. 
uh, more than double than compared to uh, February and March of last year. Uh, so that's also testament to, to uh, the great in. Um, unlike maybe other um, you know, verticals where you have problem of demands sparking up, but supply cannot uh, accommodate that, or you have more supply now than demand. In our case, uh, specifically for this uh, crisis, it actually played out pretty well because a lot more people need therapy, but also a lot of therapists are now available to provide uh, um, uh, more services. So we see, first of all, we see a lot more applications of therapists who want to work with us, but also the current therapists are opening their availability more because we have a lot of therapists who are not just doing better help, but also have a private practice or they work in a school, or work in an agency. And of course, now everything is, is, is very different. Um, so uh, yes, we have a lot more demand, but also supply uh, uh, improved significantly. Um, so we're we're um, pretty pretty in a good shape to accommodate the needs of both sides of the uh, marketplace. Yeah, I mean, you know, every every second article that I read is about how uh, tech startups are firing vehemently across the board, and uh, and then I go on Facebook and Elon Musk, we're hiring aggressively. Uh, please refer to us. <laughs> I think I think over the last week we hired like six people, um, and um, and a company of how many? So, so, so in a company of how many people? Uh, at BetterHelp, we have around 70, uh, or maybe now 75. So you increased uh, by almost 10%. Yeah, now everybody's talking percentage. Yeah, and, and we also try to make it, uh, um, you know, convenient to the people who are impacted now. So, uh, for example, one of the uh, uh, maybe bigger startups in Silicon Valley, I'm sure you know, uh, um, um, made a kind of a mass layoff uh, last week. We, we made a webinar um, a couple of days ago with a whole department that just got shut down uh, and offered all of them to, you know, start a fast track process uh, because we now, and, and uh, for me, I, I don't want to come across as someone taking advantage of the situation, but for, for, for us, you know, always when uh, you interview someone uh, and they look great and, and they have all the qualifications and, and, uh, and everything, you always have in the back of mind, okay, so what, why do you leave your previous workplace or yeah. why were you let go? And that's always kind of a sticking point. I need to understand the story. Here, it's actually very simple. Yes, right. the entire department got shut down. Uh, it's a great startup. It's a great company. I even know the founders. So I said, awesome. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's terrible. But uh, there are now like 15 people looking for a job that had, um, the fact that they're looking for a job has nothing to do with their performance yep. or their capability. It's just situational. Interesting. Uh, I kind of assume that they are top performers because they were in a top performing startup. So we'll still make a, an interview process and we'll, we'll make some hiring process, but it's a much more fast track to do with a lot more uh, uh, confidence, which yeah. is a win-win situation. So, so what's going to happen a year from now? Uh, you know, I, I'm looking at people having weddings over Zoom, funerals over Zoom, um, let alone, so therapy, obviously. What's going to happen in a year with online relationships and communication? Yeah, I just started uh, planning my 11-year-old uh, uh, birthday over Zoom today. It's, it's a challenge. Um, well, good thing it's not a bat mitzvah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a but year. It's still a birthday. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know with crystal ball. I think a lot of, um, I think like in this week, I don't know when this is going to be aired, but, uh, in this week, I think there is some kind of sudden realization that this is not a binary situation where we'll just, you know, we're now shut down and at the 
announcement of a moment will go back to normal. Right. Uh, I think now people starting to realize uh, that it's going probably going to be a gradual uh, process with a lot of checks and balances and ups and downs uh, and pullbacks and restrictions. Um, and, and that's open act, actually opening up a lot of questions of how things uh, are going to um, uh, to look like. I don't think, you know, face-to-face is doomed forever. I think uh, um, um, we'll definitely go back to that. And that's great. I think online is one avenue, but it definitely should be the uh, path of face-to-face for some people that uh, feel more comfortable. Some type of issues are also best addressed with face-to-face. We also refer people in normal times uh, um, a pretty significant uh, percent of people who sign up to better who tell them actually online counseling is not a great fit for you, for your situation, for maybe your severity, you should go face-to-face and we provide referrals and resources. Uh, so it, it should definitely be back and should be back. But I think a lot of people, uh, just like with you know, um, uh, web conferencing and, and doing meeting online and working remotely, uh, were forced to experience other things and find out that, you know what, that's actually works pretty well or better than I expected. Um, so I think if, if we prove that uh, we can provide the, um, um, the quality of service that people expect and get in, in traditional formats, then it, it's definitely going to have a long-term impact uh, uh, on the adoption. But are we, are we doomed to go full virtual? So I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, my generation, the one after me. Um, I mean, if we look at it in 20 years, do you, you're, I mean, I'm looking at you as an expert on virtual relationship, right? Virtual communication and, you know, therapy, you could suggest that it's one of the most intimate relationships that you could form with another, with a person, let alone a professional. And you're showing that it's possible and can still be adequate while virtual. So do you think that we're, that we're, that's where we're headed? Where at some point we're just going to take it for granted that everything is virtual and doing this physically will be kind of weird and out of the norm? Um, 20 years is a long, long time. Uh, you can look at what happened with retail. Um, yeah. Retailers definitely uh, suffered a lot with the r- rise of um, online and, and Amazon and uh, e-retailers, but it still exists in, in still a huge portion of, of uh, commerce is done uh, in, in physical retail. Um, I think it's, 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 um, it, we're always going to have to have both. Uh, maybe not in the same uh, proportion we have now, and of course, it's 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 up to us to prove that it, it works. In now, um, you know, when we started six years ago, it was a theory, and then we started getting uh, feedback from users and, and counselors. But it was always kind of this is really how the uh, the same clinical outcomes. And over the last couple of years, more and more studies and more and more research started to uh, come specifically for online counseling, even more specifically about BetterHelp, with some studies that showed uh, um, uh, that for some areas, for example, depression, the very clinical outcomes, not how people feel, not what people say, yeah. the way you can measure their depression symptoms, the, the improvement and reduction in these symptoms is similar in, in uh, online counseling with platform like BetterHelp wow. compared to uh, uh, traditional counseling. So as this get more acceptable by people and more backed by, by research, that's definitely going to um, um, help the shift. But, I'm not, I don't think I can actually uh, predict um, what happens at, at 20 years from now. Um, um, but I don't think we're going to be 100% virtual. Uh, yeah. Even in this time. 
Alon, before we end, three words that describe you. Wow. Ah. That's the so reaction, yeah. You should have prepared me for that. <laughs> but uh, then I wouldn't get that reaction. Uh, three words. It has to be three adjectives or... or uh... Oof. Whatever you come up with. Um, it's not a commitment. Three words that you feel now. Trying my best. Love it. I might adopt that. I really like it. Alon, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Bye-bye. Bye.